Welcome to the Five Smooth Stones podcast with Daniel Watts, the director of the EGM Institute. My niece told me that when she traveled to France with her family on a once-in-a-lifetime vacation, she was shocked to discover that she couldn't even order off the menu in a French restaurant. That was after studying French in high school for three years. She knew most of the words, but she had never practiced speaking French in a real-life setting, like a restaurant. Unfortunately, this experience is all too common, as high school language education programs are often lacking in the actual response that includes real-life conversation to apply what they've learned. Nothing teaches the idea of response more clearly than language learning. Foreign language acquisition is all about response, the putting into practice what's been learned, bringing about the transformation from fluency in one language to fluency in another. The best language learning programs are very informal and often short on formal teaching elements, but long on response. We experienced that when our three-year-old daughter gained Polish language fluency in about 18 months, maybe two years, and progressed to native speaker status without a single class lecture book or formal teaching. She was three three years old when we started learning Polish, our whole family. By the time she was five, she spoke like a native Polish child. Meanwhile, Marla and I spent thousands of dollars on school tuition, books, tutoring, and other formal language experiences. All important, but short on response activities. When we finally enrolled in a program called Language Acquisition Made Practical, the focus was on application and responding by actual speaking Polish in our community in various settings. All the head knowledge in the world regarding Polish didn't matter if you couldn't speak the language with others. Response is the key. Response is the final element we'll examine in the Jonah narrative. As we noted, the book begins with God calling Jonah to travel to Nineveh, the capital of Assyria, and deliver a message of imminent doom. Jonah, in fear, responds to that calling in disobedience and attempts to flee by ship in the opposite direction from Nineveh to Tarshish. This is the wrong response and sets up the drama of chapters 1 and 2. For our purposes, we don't need to review the details of the two chapters, but can note the emphasis that God places on the response. We can identify two aspects of God's concern regarding the response of his servant Jonah. First, there was a right and wrong way to respond to God, and Jonah chooses the wrong response. Jonah had the opportunity to choose the response of obedient faith, but instead, he chose to flee. God creates two opportunities then for Jonah to reconsider and choose the right response. The first is the great storm that overcomes the failing ship, and the second is the great fish that swallows Jonah. Although both are cataclysmic, particularly being swallowed inside a fish, neither is fatal. In both cases, Jonah has the opportunity to reconsider and choose the right response. Fortunately for Jonah, he does just that, and chapter 3 begins with Jonah obeying God's initial calling. He proceeds to Nineveh, 
with the message of imminent judgment. Clearly, God isn't simply satisfied with Jonah having some head knowledge, but focused on Jonah responding. If we see this story as a kind of teaching lesson led by God for Jonah, there is a strong emphasis on Jonah's response. And this continues as the story reaches its climax. When Jonah preaches the message in Nineveh, it leads to a spiritual revival expressed in their repentance and in God's mercy and forgiveness. This causes Jonah endless distress, leads to the discussion that we read about and heard about last week in our podcast and blog that goes on between God and Jonah. This discussion theme was examined last week, and the discussion was for the, not for the purpose of getting Jonah's thinking lined up with God. The dialogue isn't about Jonah acquiring some new head knowledge to supplant his bad doctrine. The goal of the discussion, and in fact, the goal of the entire four chapters, is to move Jonah to respond as God would. The key to this understanding is the question posed in Jonah chapter 4, verse 11, should I not be concerned? Again, we can make two observations from this question. God's concern is about all who are lost from him. Our response is to join him in expressing that concern in grace, compassion, and patient love. This is the point of the entire book of Jonah. It's not about just thinking correctly and agreeing with God. It's about that and responding by joining God. This is the final and crucial element of a life-changing children's ministry. As we've examined over the last few weeks, God teaches Jonah using relationship, experience, truth, and discussion elements. God's ultimate goal is that there be a response, and so it should be in our children's ministry. We build relationships, we teach the truth of God's word using experiential methods, and then discuss that word and the real-life application with children, all moving towards the goal of children responding to God and his word. Like Jonah, they may choose a poor response or even no response at all. However, like God, we will not stop giving children the opportunity to respond in a manner that leads to life transformation and living as God intends. Children's workers should not be satisfied with head knowledge or children saying the right things. That's important. But we're creating opportunities for children to respond to God and his word and experience more of the life he intends for them. This coming weekend, make sure that your teaching includes a practical response activity that gives boys and girls the opportunity to act on what they've learned and experience the life transformation that God intends for all of us. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our next Five Smooth Stones podcast will be this same time next week. To learn more about life-changing children's ministry, check out the EGM Institute website at www.egminstitute.org.